0: Everyone, and welcome back to the Better Watch Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick.
1: And I'm Celeste.
0: And as always, we're here to share our love of everything horror.
1: And true crime.
0: Well, we ain't forgetting about the true crime today, are we?
1: Not today.
0: Uh, um, yeah, so this is a start of a new schedule for us. If you missed it on our Instagram, we have changed up our format of how we go about our releases because it just started getting a bit too hard for us, especially with full-time jobs. Yeah. So... What happens now is we'll release this episode when it comes out and then there will not be another podcast for another weeks. Yeah, fortnight or so. It's just, it's a lot easier for us and it takes a lot of stress off of us and we want to just give everyone the best podcast episodes that we can do to our ability at the moment.
1: Yeah. And we just felt like we were trying to do too much with doing podcast episodes, doing YouTube videos. Like it's a lot to do. Just on weekends, that's the only time we have, And
0: as I I always say, we are still learning. We're still going through. I make mistakes editing these.
1: Mm. I make mistakes in the bloody videos. (laughs) Uh,
0: It just happens. But yes, so every fortnight, it'll be a podcast episode. Uh, In between those will be a YouTube video release. Yeah. Which if you're not over on our channel, please go check it out.
1: Yeah, we got some fun videos there.
0: Well, we just released our Hills Have Eyes reaction. first reaction video, which was a lot of fun to do. And you can see where we mucked up and put it in Spanish instead of English.
1: Good times.
0: <laughs> Great times. <laughs> but moving on from that, what are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about the Zodiac Killer.
0: Oh, i uh, it's just crazy to me that no one knows who this is still yeah. to this day.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. And... After doing even further research into all the mistakes that like the police made at the time uh, and like it's just, it frustrates me.
0: It frustrates me too.
1: It's just kind of like a a thank God moment that he didn't murder more people.
0: Well we don't confirmed. know how many Yeah, we don't know how many he killed. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And like me being, if you can recall from the Eileen Wernos
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh podcast episode i hate unanswered questions yeah and not knowing who this person was pisses me (laughs) the fuck off it really does and then the fact that which we'll talk about when we get to it that the police drove past him but because of something a bit of miscommunication just went uh, and just drove past him as i said you just had you had him you fucking had him and now now what is it, fucking so many years 60 later? years later. Jesus. And we still don't know who the hell it was. Yep. Oh, just don't know what to say mm-hmm. really. And yeah, before this, we watched a documentary called This is the Zodiac Speaking, which if you haven't seen it, Go watch it. Like, it it is eye-opening.
1: Well, even, like, I wasn't expecting it, but it showed, like, crime scene photos and, like, photos of the victims.
0: And it had the actual survivors in it and all the detectives that worked on the case at the time.
1: it was really good. It
0: was really, really good. And then, of course, me being me, I went and watched the Zodiac film, which I will not mention in this podcast.
1: Yeah. We just wanted to watch it to see if there was any more information or if it's a bit easier for us to... Get some understanding about the case, I guess.
0: I particularly, honestly, didn't really like the movie.
1: Yeah, the movie itself, trash. If you didn't wa- like, if you weren't watching it to watch it for the Zodiac case as a whole, and you were just watching it to watch a true crime movie, it sucks. And I'm annoyed because there's so many people in it, like Jake Hall, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr.
0: Yeah, there's like heaps. heaps.
1: So many people, and it was so bad.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. Pay attention through it. Yeah. And then watching that watch mojo video that we watched with what they got wrong and what they got right. I was expecting them to get a lot wrong, but they did get a few things like a lot more right than wrong. Yeah. I think I was just annoyed because I went into it thinking, okay, we're gonna go through from when it started to The end. The end. But from sixty eight to sixty nine where he was more relevant happens before the first hour and then it's basically They're everything wasting. after that. Yeah. And I was like, "The f- <laughs> I don't want to, like, I just want to see how it was during the time he was more relevant and was, as I say, this attention seeking killer. Yeah. But without further ado, should we get into this? Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: So basically the Zodiac killer was around during 1968 and 1969, and he is only confirmed to have killed at least five people. Um, There's still many more that investigators, armchair detectives at home think that he is connected to, but there's no confirmation about it. Um, So we'll go just through the confirmed cases first. Yeah. So first one was uh, December 20th, 1968. Just before Christmas. A 17-year-old David Faraday and a 16-year-old Betty Lou Jensen. They'd gone to like a lover's lane type area, you know, little cute couple, and they were killed with a semi-automatic pistol. Then after that, he didn't kill again until July 4th of 1969, so like a, almost a year later. Yeah. Um, and so there he attacked... Darlene Farron and Mike Maju. Darlene was 22, Mike was 19 at the time, and Mike actually survived. So, thank God for that. And during the interview process with Mike, he actually gave a description of the killer, which was helpful in a way. Yeah. Then after that incident, there was another one, September 27th, 1969. Um, and he murdered Celia, sorry, Cecilia Shepard. She was 22 and Brian Hartness. He was 20 and Brian survived again, um, like Mike. And he also gave a description and it was a really similar description to what Mike had given. Yeah. So that's how they linked them together anyway. Um, and then the last known victim was October 11th in 1969 and he killed a taxi driver named Paul Stein who was 29 and yeah here is where the police were on their way to the scene because there'd been a call from someone living in an apartment nearby saying hey this guy's just been shot in a car this is what the suspect looks like and described him as African American.
0: Yeah which was the miscommunication we were just talking about like it pains me to know that like they misheard her and she They thought she had said, this is a black male. Yeah. When really he was Caucasian. Yeah. And to know that these two police officers just drove past him because they were looking for an African-American fucking just pains me.
1: Well, and we were watching another video. It might've even been in the Watch Mojo video we, we just watched where they said nowadays in police work, anyone around the area... Like, doesn't matter what they look like. You would stop them and ask them what happened or ask if they knew anything.
0: Yeah, because the technology and stuff is obviously so much better than it was in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, but
1: even so, like, it, it's not like, oh, because we're not looking for this particular person, we're just going to forget that this guys walking around wearing... A hoodie
0: Yeah and then watching in the Zodiac film Where they're like Oh he did look suspicious And he was like lumbering away But because we were looking for an African American We just didn't bother We just drove past him
1: So stupid Oh it's fucking way stupid So stupid
0: I just don't It just Yeah it pains me It really does
1: but, I mean, also, imagine how guilty those police
0: officers feel. Oh, they would have been distraught, I reckon. Yeah. Like, they, as I said, you've just got him. Like, he is right there, but because it's come over the the dispatch, would we? Yeah. is that what it's called? I'm sure my mate who is an actual <laughs> police officer will tell me off if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because it's come over the radio that, oh, we're looking for an African-American male this height, this weight, like this haircut, and... They get, like, basically a Caucasian dude in the same description, but because he's white, they're like, no.
1: No, he's fine. So annoying.
0: It's so stupid. Yeah. Now, this is, like, the part where I'm like, is he just killing to want to be known? Like, he wants to be this big, like, thing. Who knows? Because, obviously... If you know the Zodiac Killer, he sent in letters. So, he wrote taunting letters to, was it the San Francisco Chronicle?
1: It was lots of, he sent it to multiple newspapers, but but mainly the San Francisco Chronicle.
0: Because all the murders happened in Northern California. Yeah. So, this was between 1969 and 1974. They were signed with a cross circle symbol that represented basically a. Oh, what were. We? There's a
1: watch um, brand called Zodiac. Yeah. And the symbol is a circle with a cross through it. Um, so that's what he's signed It's his. like a
0: gun. I can't forget it. Like a gun scope mark thing.
1: Yeah. Kind of yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm thinking back to my Call of Duty days <laughs> and trying to figure out what it's called. I can't remember right now. But yeah, it would always have this symbol at the bottom. And he kind of gave himself the Zodiac name. He
1: did, because at the start of- So, he would send in these cryptic cipher and code letters, but he would also send full like English written letters as well. So, he would say lots of things. So, at the start of them, he'd say like, this is the Zodiac speaking. And um, so, the first letter he sent, he sent three different ciphers to three different newspapers and was basically like, if you don't publish these in your newspaper, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. I think
0: one of the threats was he was going to shoot the front tires off a school bus and shoot all the kitties that come off.
1: Yeah, come bounding out.
0: That's fucked up.
1: Yeah. So in the first cipher that was published, like the FBI, the CIA, like everyone was trying to decode it because it said, if you get this right, you're going to figure out who I am. And turns out this little couple decoded the first one. Yeah, so well, wasn't it like a, first one? a school
0: teacher and his wife? What?
1: Well, it doesn't. That was in the movie.
0: That was in the movie. Okay, i am got to stop talking about this <laughs> damn
1: movie. So. Yeah, so the first part of the cipher that they could decode, it read, I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. To kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and all that I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my afterlife. And then like like, a few weird letters. Also, he is illiterate. He cannot spell correctly, and obviously, as I've read, that's how he wrote. Yeah. Like, it. you know, he spells paradise wrong. He spelled forest
0: wrong. I was wondering why there's spelling mistakes in these so fucking letters. So, that's how letters. he
1: actually spelt it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes, fair enough. Yeah. And then in another... Decoded cipher. He wrote, I think this was in like the second one because he sent like four lots of letters with codes. Um, So the second one wrote, I hope you are having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death. I'm not afraid because I know that my new life is life will be an easy one in paradise death.
0: Now, going to that TV show, obviously, he did not write it in a letter that he wants to be on this primetime show that he knows was massive at the time. Yeah. And he, wants, he said, I want one of these two defense attorneys there, and I'll call in. So, they're just sitting there waiting. I think they waited 42 minutes before he yeah. actually called- And then, like, watching it again, I Mm keep going to the film because...
1: That's your best understanding of this
0: What's going on, even if it is wrong. But I know this is right. This is right. I tried my best to not watch the film and learn beforehand. Watching it, yeah. And I think I did a pretty good job. Yeah. I like to give myself credit, pat on the back. (laughs) But, yes, they had set it up, everything, and they finally get the call from this Zodiac killer and... I think the – I can't remember the name of the host of the show. I'm not sure.
1: I can't remember either.
0: All I know is he was played by Brian Cox <laughs> in the movie, who I love from Super Troopers, and that's all I can think of right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sh- Oh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that was another good film. Um, Yeah, he goes, can I call you by something else? And he goes – Sam And I was like, "Mm, this doesn't sound right. The Zodiac killer wouldn't do this. And then you find out.
1: After they'd managed to trace the call.
0: It was just a patient from a mental hospital. Yeah. Pretending to be the Zodiac killer. And then after this, San Francisco Police Department got swamped with people saying they are the Zodiac killer or they know who it is and it kind of deterred them off who it could have actually been.
1: Yeah, because I feel like they wouldn't have wanted to – Post everything publicly for you know normal civilians to see everything, but they were too scared because they knew that they they were like, should we do what he says and post everything, otherwise he's gonna kill people, but he's gonna kill people anyway.
0: Didn't he want to post it on the front page of every newspaper, and one did, but some only put it like page three or four. I don't
1: know. I don't remember hearing about that.
0: Oh. I, um, again, it was in the movie. And I think with that podcast, Serial Killers podcast you sent me, I think they mentioned it as well. Yeah, probably.
1: But, yeah, so when you put something out to the public, you're going to get a lot of things back. Like they were getting so many tips that they just couldn't keep up. Yeah. And they knew that a lot of them would have been stupid and not true anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, so then back to all the letters. So... A third letter was sent um, along with a piece of Paul Stein's shirt, um, who was a taxi driver, and had blood all over it.
0: Didn't he only send that because it was his birthday? No. Oh, again, the film. I keep going <laughs> back to the movie. I
1: apologise. Nah, he just sent it because he's a psycho. okay. And then, yeah, because they did the testing and all that and discovered that it was Paul Stein's blood on the shirt. Um, And then, yeah, the fourth cipher, it has... 340 symbols and it was sent in november 8 1969 and it only recently was cracked i think it was like 2020 i think
0: yeah that's what they Um, said in the watch mojo video which is crazy
1: yeah but i couldn't find anywhere what it actually said and what it was decoded but yeah it's basically since they were started since they were sent in 1969 since then people have been trying to decode it and people have been trying to figure out who it is who this guy is and still
0: don't Don't know know. well why don't we get into the possible suspects right now that we have here so we'll start off with arthur lee lee allen who you've told me this is like who everyone thinks it is yeah so he was an alleged pedophile he was discharged without honor from the US Navy. He f- was fired as a primary school teacher after allegations of sexual misconduct. He was also never he was also seen near one of the crime scenes and was interviewed by police. And in 1971, he was take he was in the police's sight as one of his friends contacted them after he had spoken about wanting to kill people and used the name Zodiac.
1: Yeah, but of course with this You know, they really went hard into investigating everyone that they did think it could be, but it all just comes down to forensic evidence. Yes. And nothing matched. Whatever. So, whatever they found at the crime scenes, they just couldn't pinpoint it on anyone. Yeah. So they couldn't arrest anyone, which is frustrating.
0: It is very frustrating because there is few people we have here on our notes, but I know there's many more than this.
1: Yeah. Um, so the next suspect is Gary Post. So they found some forensic evidence that could slightly match and there was also some evidence in his dark room. So I think he dabbled in photography. Yeah. So there was a photo in his dark room and it was a photo of himself and the he's got some scars on his forehead. And the scars match on a sketch of the Zodiac.
0: The one given to by the two people. Who did we just talk about?
1: Brian and Mike. Yes. Yeah. But also having seen the sketch, like doing research, they could just be like forehead wrinkles. They could be. Like, you know.
0: So now we move on to Richard Marshall, who police informants told the authorities that he had hinted at being the Zodiac. He lived near two crime scenes and his fingerprints didn't match the DNA on the letters though.
1: Yeah, that's it all comes down to DNA and forensics that just cannot pinpoint anyone Yes Um. So then we've got Lawrence Kane So Kathleen Johns was a possible victim, but it was never linked um, And she claims to have been abducted um, by the killer and picked Lawrence out of a lineup And an officer who was one of the officers that crossed paths with the killer at Paul Stein's crime Yes He... Thought it was him that he'd seen But I mean it's dark Like you can't really see a person's facial features Not really it's n- the middle of the night Yes You know
0: Yeah Oh, That's 100% you can't really see So the next one is And I'm going to butcher this last name <laughs> Richard Gajkowski We'll go with that I'd say <laughs> that's pretty close um, He worked at a local newspaper And apparently letters were sent on their quiet days and the dispatcher at the police station who received calls from the killer said that, guy, oh, sorry, Kowski's voice matched the killer's.
1: Yeah. So, there was also a few instances where it's believed that some letters were sent into to the police by, like, copycats. Yes. Or people pretending to be the Zodiac. Yes. Which, really, threw a spanner in the works because they're getting all these letters. They don't know who's real, who's not. Like, they had a hard job. Really? Yes. So, then the last suspect, um, his name is Louis Joseph Myers. So, in 2001, he confessed to a friend that he was the Zodiac Killer after he found out he was dying of a liver disease. Yes. And so, from
0: 1971
1: to 1973, there were no letters sent between that time and- Coincidentally, this is when Myers was stationed overseas with the military. Um, And then, yeah, according to the friend, Myers targeted all these young couples because he had a bad breakup with a girlfriend. Jesus. Yeah. It's just
0: crazy that all these people just come forward and be like, yeah, I am him. But the police just had no evidence on anyone. So they're like, well, we can't put you away.
1: Yeah. And like with a lot of unsolved mysteries after, like, I research them and I learn about them, I try to pick who I think it is. But with this case, I have no idea.
0: My – I'm probably with the majority on this. I really do believe it was Arthur, Arthur Lee Allen. And when we – again, going mm. back – I am sorry I keep going back to the Zodiac movie, but um, at the end when all the – like, the facts about what happened come up and, oh. like, they – Had him and they were like, all right, we're going to have an interview with him. And then he, on the day of the interview, dies from a fatal heart attack, coincidentally. (laughs) I'm like, that's it's just frustrating.
1: That's the thing too. With a lot of these suspects, a lot of them have passed away because it was so long ago. Yes. That their murders happened. Yes. So, yeah, by now they'd be gone or they're really old and- yeah. Yeah. There's just no way at this stage, I think, to actually solve it. I just I think it's too late.
0: Yeah, I think just leave it. Like I know when we were watching again, referencing the Wash Mojo video, they cracked a cipher as a cold case. They called themselves the codebreakers and I think that's when uh Gary Post was thrown in the mix thrown in the mix and it had been like what 2020 2021 and it's like and I think he passed
1: away in like 2000 or 2001 or something like that yeah so it's it's like
0: it sadly it's over and we'll never get that would you call it satisfaction of knowing who it is yeah
1: and like relief of it being finally closed
0: yes and the crazy thing is like We only know of, I think I said this earlier, we only know of five murders.
1: Yeah, but in one of his letters as well, he'd said that he'd murdered like 37.
0: But that's still, we don't know. Exactly. Could be even more, could be less than that. Yeah. And as we've got in our notes here, there's still some possible victims that we don't know.
1: Yeah, so there was a man called Ray Davis. He was murdered in... Um, 1962. There was another couple um, attacked, Robus Domingos and and Linda Edwards, um, and they were murdered in 1963. Um, We've got Kathleen Johns, who was the one who was almost abducted. Um, That was in 1970. Then we've also got Donna Lass, who was also in 1970, and Sherry Bates was 1966. So all of these happened around the same sort of time-ish. Yes. But Yeah, there was never, like, any evidence that linked these murders and attacks to the confirmed ones that he admitted to. But, yeah, it's frustrating.
0: It is very frustrating. And then learning that the Zodiac Killer is referenced so much in pop culture. Like, we're so obsessed with this killer. It's really unbelievable. Like, there was movies being made about him- even when he was still active. So we've got the Zodiac Killer, which was released in 1971. Uh, we also got Dirty Harry. Oh, my computer just. <laughs> technical difficulties. Sorry. Dirty Harry, which was released in 1971, again, released when the killer was still active, uh, It was loosely based around the Zodiac case and featured a serial killer who called himself Scorpio, which is a sign of a Zodiac. Yep. Uh, the Exorcist 3 in 1990 has a character named the Gemini Killer, loosely based around the Zodiac killer. Obviously, the 2007 movie that we watched, Zodiac, which was based on the two nonfiction books by Robert Graysmith, who was obsessed with... With yeah. the Zodiac Killer Seven psychopaths in 2012 Has uh, the Zodiac Killer make a brief appearance in a flashback Presented as a hippie who lives with a number of white rabbits And displays a Gandhi poster on his wall And more recently, which this blew my mind Yeah The Batman movie from 2022 The Riddler is based on the Zodiac Killer With a similar costume symbol And use of a Halloween greeting card to taunt an individual
1: Yeah And, like, all, like, the phone calls to the police and, like, being in the public eye. Like...
0: Like, if you have seen the new Batman film, he is online. He is presenting himself. It's like a modern version. Yeah, he... Attention-seeking. He wants to be known. He's like, I want to be known as this, like, scary figure. And when it just seems like he's not being talked about... He comes back. He comes back. Like, which I'll mention right now when I listen to that podcast... about the Zodiac Killer, the one before he killed the the two people at the lake. Yeah. So when he killed that young lady and who was it, Brian, Brian survived?
1: Cecilia and Brian.
0: He, like, obviously he was being talked about a lot beforehand. Same time, the Manson family murders Sharon Tate. So obviously, Zodiac Killer's not being He's talked about anymore.
1: One up it, one up them. Yeah. Well.
0: The Manson family's more in the fray. So. That happened in August. Sharon Tate was murdered. Yeah. Murdered happened in September and he starts taunting the police again and the newspapers. Like, it's just he's attention-seeking and it fucking annoys Mm -hmm. me because, like, yeah, you're doing really bad things, but don't go out of your way to be like, I'm this person. I want to be known.
1: As this awful person. Yeah. Like,
0: he must have had a lot going wrong with him to be like.
1: 100%.
0: I just want to be this. Figure that scares people. Mm. But going back to pop culture, music has been referenced in music, like at the bottom of the cover art of Guns N' Roses' album, The Spaghetti Incident from 1993. It contains a code using the killer symbols, which has been deciphered as fuck 'em all. There's a San Francisco punk rock band called the Zodiac Killers, and coming into our side of the <laughs> music that we love, American death rock band Christian Christian Death. Uh they have a two thousand album called Born Again. Anti-Christian. Sorry, I'm trying to read it as as we <laughs> keep going. There is a track called Zodiac, and in brackets, he he is still out there. Mm. It's fucking just like it's
1: crazy. Yeah, they're even now after all these years that they're like he's still being talked about. Like,
0: he's even in television. Like, yeah. he's mentioned numerous times in Criminal Minds. He's in a few American Horror Story shows. He was in Hotel on the episode Devil's Night, and he was attending a serial killer party, and he was he apologised for being late because he was writing some letters. Mm. He was in Cult, which he was suggested as a member of Valerie Solner's scum cult, and that the Zodiac killer was coined by a homosexual member who took credit for the series series murders and sent the infamous cryptic letters to the police. He was also mentioned in Riverdale, uh, which features a Zodiac copycat killer called the Black Hood, who, like, the Zodiac sends taunting letters and cryptograms. Yeah. Like, it's just... And for me, video games, which yeah. I fucking love playing. He was in Manhunt 2... Uh, the player uh, Sorry The character Daniel Lamb Is modelled after the Zodiac Killer's Composite sketch uh, Watch Dogs 2 There was a pre-ordered mission Where the protagonist Marcus Holloway Has to find a Zodiac Killer copycat And solve his mysteries And in 2020 There was a game called This is the Zodiac Speaking Which you were like How disgusting like,
1: Well at first Just hearing about it I'm like Can we stop trying to profit off of bad things As a society Please.
0: So, this game revolves around journalist Robert Hartnell as he undergoes therapy after he survives an encounter with the Zodiac. Whilst undergoing it, he visits the Zodiac's crime scenes through his dreams and attempts to piece together the timeline of events of each murder case. Now, the game's protagonist is based on Brian Hart- Hartnell, who survived the stabbing at the lake. Yeah. Just, yeah, It it's... Oh, I don't know how to explain it. It's so, like... Crazy that he's still like so, so prolific So relevant
1: Yeah And I th- I think it's because He's not been identified I think that adds a twist to-, to it Like you know there's so many killers Like from that time as well Like the 60s and 70s Yes So many serial killers Yes But I feel like none have been Kept on being brought back Into pop culture Like the Zodiac
0: No So we've had like Obviously, we've had... There are heaps of movies about serial killers. We've had the couple of... A Netflix one about Ted Bundy, Mm. Monster, which we covered, Eileen Wernice. But it just seems like all these other serial killers are not as... Prolific as the Zodiac Killer Like as I just stated He is mentioned in fucking several films Several video games Heaps of TV series He's referenced in music And obviously all the literature that was written about him And how in 2016 for the presidential election <laughs> People went oh. at Ted Cruz for looking like the Zodiac Killer
1: Yeah, I was like, come on
0: I didn't even remember this Like,
1: it- I
0: because i don't really give a shit about politics well
1: it's american politics dude. well i don't even
0: care about australian politics <laughs> it's like whoever it's a mess anyway. <laughs> whoever doesn't fuck up my country that bad i'll vote for look we basically. went through a
1: period for a couple of years where we had like five prime ministers in the span of two years or something like that That's so right. it's just a mess it's hard to follow
0: it is hard to follow and it just gets to a point where you're like, i oh, don't really care <laughs> it's like As I said, as long as you've got... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I don't know either. (sighs) Good values. And like you want to take this country into a certain way. Like, okay, yeah, I'll get around you. Okay. But other than that, I could could not give a shit. Okay. (laughs) Could not care. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah, I just don't know how to feel. Yeah,
1: it's frustrating because it's unsolved.
0: Yes, and as I said, I hate unanswered questions And every time we do a true crime I'm sure I'll have heaps of unanswered questions And I'll get even more frustrated
1: Wait until we do John Bonnet. <laughs> Oh, fuck <laughs> me Which I do want to do one day, please
0: Well, as we always let everyone know If you would like us to cover it Just let us know and we'll get around to it. Yes. Obviously, the next podcast we do will be a movie. I want to try and make these a bit longer, these true crime ones, because I know our last one was pretty short. This one.
1: Oh, the last one was the Halloween one, though. Yeah,
0: and it was our six short stories. Yeah. Which I hope everyone enjoyed. It was fun. It was fun. But anyway, yes, if you would like to talk to us, send us messages. Um, oh, shit. I keep losing track of my words. I apologize.
1: Mm-hmm. Got the brain fuzzies. Yeah,
0: yeah, I do. Uh, like, if you want to request anything, that's what I'm looking for. There request we go. anything you would like us to cover, whether it be true crime, a movie, first reactions, even. We love doing those for you guys. Yeah, just. We're on Instagram at Better Watch Horror Pod.
1: Yep, we're also on TikTok BWH Pod.
0: Yes, which coming up, we got to buy. I don't know if it's an advanced screening, but we are seeing the menu next weekend. So excited! So we will have our first thoughts on that movie on for TikTok. you. Uh, when do we see it? Friday. So. so that when this comes out on Wednesday. That Friday? Yeah. Yes. So hopefully that Friday night we will have something up for you. If not, it'll be up Saturday morning. Yeah. But, yeah, we are so excited yeah. after seeing that trailer and everything. We yeah. Want.
1: The first time we watched the trailer, we were so excited. We were like, oh, my God. And we also love Anna Taylor-Joy.
0: I do so- love Anna Taylor-Joy. She's <laughs> awesome. Like, obviously, last night in Soho, I, ha- I haven't seen The Witch yet. I really mm. want to, but Split. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like,
1: And it's even got Ralph Fiennes in it yes Voldemort 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 <laughs> I'm a Harry Potter fan too if you didn't tell
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't just watch horror I'm crazy to think oh crazy anyway uh we're also on Twitter at
1: officialbwhpod
0: and our gmail
1: Better watch at gmail.com. So Gosh, many. It's just getting hard to remember. It
0: is getting hard to remember. So many social medias, <laughs> and we can't keep track of them. <laughs> but anyway, I've been Patrick.
1: I'm Celeste.
0: And we hope you enjoyed this episode.
1: See you next time. Bye. Bye.